Alrighty, welcome back now to the JMO Sports Podcast. This is the 64th episode about the Rolex 24. In today's episode, like um, we'll be talking about the history of the Rolex 24 and also how this year's Rolex 24 went. So let's get on into the first topic, which is the history of the Rolex 24. Alrighty, we're back on now into the first topic, which, like I said, is the history of the Rolex 24. Now, the Rolex 24 is something I am fairly new to, but it's been going on for 60 years. Um, yesterday, or well, yesterday and Saturday actually was the um, start of the 60th anniversary of the Rolex 24. Um, and from stuff I found out, it's like there's been multiple Hall of Famers in it. Um, a couple of them actually won it. Um, one of the biggest ones that came to mind when I when I was watching the race yesterday that talked about was Tim Allen. I was like, Tim Allen did racing, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and there was a, there was a bunch of others, but um, it was very cool to see that. Um, and then every now and then you'll see some NASCAR drivers come over there. Um, Jimmy Johnson was in it. He's um, he, he's been in it, uh, Jeff Gordon's been in it, Kyle Larson, A.J. Allmendinger won it last year, um, and, and so many others, so it's like, it's very cool that this is something that, it's not just one specific, like, motorsport, you got a bunch of different type of cars racing in one race, but it's split up into four category, uh, categories, um, for the racers, so, um, but like I said, the, the, um, the Rolex 24 basically is a 24-hour. It's it's known as the 24-hour of Daytona, um, but is also known as the Rolex 24 at Daytona, mainly for sponsorship reasons. Um, and like I said, it is a 24-hour sports car endurance race held annually um, at Daytona International Speedway in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, it runs on the sports course uh, layout, um, which is a three-point five six mile combined road course um use utilizing portions um of the tribal and the infield road course at daytona um which basically like the how, how they do it is they have little turns and stuff like that on the inside of the track normally where the fans would sit which i don't think daytona does the infield track anymore just because of um 
of them adding all this stuff. Now they probably still have some places where the people could still sit at the infield, but now that they've added this road course in between it, um, where NASCAR drivers during the season they'll probably do that early on and maybe one later, um, depending on how the schedule comes out at, and then um, and then also um, of course for the Rolex Twenty Four. Um, since the inception um, of the Rolex 24, it has been held on the last weekend of January or the first weekend of February as part of speed um, as a part of speed weeks, and it is also the first um, major automobile race in North America. Um, which I didn't realize this, and then I actually looked at some of the <laughs> the schedules for uh, racing events in North America, and this is actually the first one. It was kind of crazy. Um, the race is sanctioned by the International Motor um, Motorsports Association, or um, IMSA. Um, shortly after the track was opened on April 5th of 1959, a six-hour sports car race was held on the road course, and the winners were uh, were Count Antonio Von Dory and Roberto Mires in a Porsche, and they uh, and the race was shortened. Due to darkness, so this was before the um the lights were put on the track. Cause of course now at Daytona they can race at nighttime to whenever they want. And um, so back then they didn't have the ability to have the lights on the track. Um, cause headlights don't help out as much as most people probably think they do. They help a little bit, but then those um. The um the lights that they put on the track afterwards and around everywhere actually are um help a lot. I'm sorry, <laughs> help a lot more, um which is very good. Um the first 24-hour event happened in 1966 and it was won by Ken Miles and Lloyd Ruby driving a Ford MK2. Um and then lastly um the winning drivers of course um. Of all classes, because they're like I said, they they're splitting up into four classes. Um, receive a Rolex Daytona watch, which is it's very very cool. And if you don't know, a Rolex is a very very expensive watch. Um, I've seen some like because at one point I was interested in wanting to get one. Now I'm not like eh, I don't care. But um, when I really was interested, I was like. Huh, I wonder how much they are. It might not be that much where I can go to the store right now. Nope. Rolex is sometimes going from half a million dollars to multi-million dollar watches, depending on what kind you get and all this stuff. So I decided, like, no, nah, let's not. Might need to go, if I want one, I might need to go win the Rolex 24 and maybe do it from there. <laughs> but yeah, but all the drivers from each class um, receive a Rolex watch with the Daytona um, inscription on it. Um, so yeah, but that that's basically it. Um, it's it's a very interesting race if you've never watched it. Um, they actually broadcast it um, 24 hours straight. Um, some people think, oh, they don't do it that long. I'm like, yes, they do. <laughs> of course, I've never seen it in person, but. Um, I did stay up to watch one um, one time, 24 hours straight. Big mistake. Don't ever do it um, unless you can do it without feeling like crap the next day. <laughs> but um, I did it one time 
um, a few years ago, um, basically when I didn't have to work. <laughs> um, I stayed up and watched it, and um, it's very interesting because, like, at the start of the race, it's not that bad, and then w once they, when it goes to dark, like that's when it, all, your whole strategy changes because, and like it's it's like almost pitch black. It's like you got the little lights on the side of the track, and you got your headlights, and it's crazy. So, um, and then it's like, of course, the last like, I would say they normally start racing hard the last twenty uh, ten to twenty minutes left in the race, and it's like it's crazy. You'll see cars going all throughout the grass and. And everything, and there were 17 cautions um, out of 61 cars, which is the most they've ha ever had. And then also having the um, 17 cautions, it was just ridiculous. Um, and it's like there were so many people that were in contention at the start. It turned out okay, they're not in contention anymore, and it kept going back from that. And it's just, it was crazy. It was a fun race to watch. I didn't get to watch all of it this year, but I got to watch the. Um, a good little bit of it and um, it was very very interesting so now we're gonna head on into the second topic which is the current winners which is gonna be a short topic but it's gonna be a current it's um, going over the current winners um, this year so let's get on into that Alrighty, we're getting on in now into the second topic, which, like I said, is the current winners. Um, after racing 24 straight hours, now of course, the people I'm gonna say are the got the drivers that actually finished the race. There, most teams have three about three drivers um, per car, and they switch out um, within the 24-hour race. So it's not one driver driving throughout the whole entire race, because I don't I don't think anybody could actually do drive 24 straight hours like that and doing all the things that they are doing. Um, so I, I think that uh, I think it's a good thing to have at least two or three more people than just you, um, but they only have three. Um, sometimes four. It just I guess it just depends on the team. Um, I think I think it is four, but um, I, it it just it varies because some teams had three, some teams had four. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm a little tired today, um, but um, it is very very cool to see that. Um, so yeah, but a, as they finished the 2022 Rolex 24 winners for their teams was Helio Castroneves for MSR, uh, Plateau Ward. Um, Colton Heredia or Her Herda, sorry, and then Matthew uh, Yamit 
uh, were the four winners um, for the Rolex 24. Um, and then uh, Matthew uh, Yamit, him and um, the guy's first name, I can't remember the guy's first name, but his last name is Von Thor. They uh, raced in Porsches, and they raced hard that last lap. And uh, Van Thor actually went through the grass. Actually, well, both of them actually went through the grass. And Van Thor spun out. Yamit went on to win the uh, win the race for his his class. But um, Cash Neves won the whole entire thing for his class. Um, so yeah, but that has been it for the current winners. Um, we're gonna head on now into the third and the final topic, which is just our little goodbyes. Alrighty, we're now into the third and the final topic of today, which is just our little goodbyes, and um, a little bit of an update um, on the schedule for um, this week. Um, like I said, there's no um, Sports News Wednesday this week. It's going to be um, Sports News Wednesday is going to be on Thursday. Um. Just because um, I have to work on, on Wednesday, so I, I won't be able to do it. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and schedule it to that Thursday. And then um, next week, um, it w- there will not be an episode on Monday, but it will be Wednesday. And then there also won't be a one on Thursday. It's going to be on Friday. So we're pushing those back just a couple days um, just to make it easier for me. Um, so I, I don't rush myself in doing all this um but i will post something on my instagram just to give everybody an update but this is how it's going to be um this week is monday and thursday next week is going to be wednesday and friday and hopefully as my schedule gets more and more out that i can um i I can get back to my normal scheduling um but we'll just have to wait on that and follow me on my instagram at jmocbc that is at jmocbc or the Instagram for my podcast was at jmo underscore sports underscore podcast for all your updates. And if you want to send comments, concerns, and everything you want, um, just send it my way on there. And if you're not already following me um, in your bio, put podcast listener. That way I know you're not a spam account. Um, and then also I am still selling the coloring pages. have had nobody coming up yet um, to ask me. Um, but if you want one, the coloring page is going to be a dollar. Um, and this is just any sports team you want as long as they have a coloring page. Um, and then if you want a little history about them on the back of the page, it's going to be 25 cents. And then the page protector on the back of that, or on, on the take care of the whole thing, will be, um, an extra, uh, 75 cents. And the most you'll be paying is a dollar. And of course, you want the coloring page and the the um, the um, 
page protector is going to be a dollar seventy-five, and if you want the page, uh, the the coloring page plus the um, information, uh, like the little history about your team and all that kind of stuff, that will also that will be a dollar twenty-five. In total, it will be about two dollars. Um, and this is just something to like help me out as much as possible with my podcast and. Um, I'm still having a little problem with the um, actual merchandise and stuff like that, um, just because work's been a little crazy lately, and I'm trying to figure all that out. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, but that has been it for today. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. it. It's a little bit shorter episode because I couldn't find a whole lot of information on this race, um, even though it's been going on for 60 years. But sorry. A lot of it was being repetitive and not like it wasn't good information that I was I wanted to give out to y'all and everything. So, um, so yeah, sorry about the little short episode. Um, hopefully, it'll get longer and longer for y'all. Um, so yeah, so yeah, but this has been JMO from the JMO Sports Podcast, and I'll see y'all on Thursday.